Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Luke Hartman Show. I'm Luke Hartman, a.k.a. Lamborghini Luke, a.k.a. The Madman, a.k.a. Lukey Buzzcuts. I am really excited to be here with you all, i got to be honest. I am feeling good. The exercising and dieting has paid off. I have lost 14 pounds. I am not playing games here. The abs are showing. The chest is forming. The arms are being sculpted. I couldn't believe when I stepped on the scales that I lost 14 pounds. And I've been eating great. Vegetables, meat, protein, shigs, water, the occasional beer. You know, and exercising like a madman, doing the cardio, doing the weights, working the abs. And my work has paid off. And there's still a lot more work to go. But to see that progress, to see the results, yeah, it's phenomenal. I gotta be honest, I feel really good with it, really happy with it. And you know, just gotta keep going. Um, there was no episode uh, last week. Um, I decided just to take that week away and not release an episode. There was some stuff in my personal life I had to take care of. And I thought, I just didn't have an episode in me. And I didn't want to show up here and just half-ass it and just pull one out just to pull one out. Uh, I always want to try and give 100% every time I come and do an episode for you. So I decided just to not do one. And I'm back of you now. And we're here. The Luke Cartman Show is in full effect. Lamborghini Luke is here for all the money. The madman is annoyed at everyone. And Lukey Buzzcuts is here. Even though I got a hat over here right now. Have a look at this. Look at that shit. Lukey Buzzcuts. And I got an eyebrow slit. And facial hair. I got it all, people. The hair had to come off again. You know, this is like my fifth time shaving my head, it, it just had to be done. You know, it's quite tough for a man to admit that he's losing his hair. The mortality is in front of him. That this is a battle he will not win, you know? And there was a few times where, you know, shave my head off, keep it like that for the bear, you know, grow it back thinking, oh, this is the last time I'm gonna grow it back, you know, have a skin fade and all that and see what it looks like and, you know, it was my last time doing that for about four times. And it just got to a point, you know, where I was growing it back and I was looking, I was like, it just, it's not good. It's thinning out. I wasn't dealt a great hand when it comes to hair. You know, my hairline's doomed. So I was like, do you know what? I'm shaving it off again. I'm just accepting it. You know, I am accepting the cards and the hand that was dealt to me. It just wasn't in my cards to have long, luscious hair you know, flying through the wind while I'm driving a Ferrari down the motorway at high speeds. It just wasn't, it just wasn't in my future. You know, so now I have to be bald and have a buzz cut in a Lambo. And you know what? I'll take it. Why not? I like having a shaved head. It feels great. Put your head on that pillow. It's heaven. And people like it. You know, people... People make a big deal of it, of like shaving their head. It's like the end of the world for them. And I gotta be honest, I should have filmed it and put it on YouTube, you know, so I could try and get that video monetized so I can make some money. So it was a missed opportunity there, but make no mistake. 
If the time ever comes where I grow out a bit, I'll shave it off again. Put it on YouTube. See if they'll pay me. You know, I gotta be honest. If a company doesn't pay me, things are gonna get wild. I'll jump on OnlyFans and start tooting it up over there. These companies leave me with no option. And listen, I'm not asking for 100 million from Spotify. I'm not asking for 10 million from YouTube. Just wet my beak a little bit. Cut me a check. I bring fire on this podcast. A heat like no one else. No one can match this temperature. And yet they don't pay me. These companies, you know, if you work in one of these companies, if you know the CEO or whoever who runs these companies, have a word, will you? I am struggling over here. Paul, drink it out of a red cup. Shaved head. You know, plasterboard coming off the walls. Artificial plants. I can't afford real plants. Loud neighbors. There's no change down my sofa. I have no money. Pay me. I put my heart and soul into this podcast and this content. No one wants to give old Luke a few dollar bills, a few pound notes, a couple of pesos, a couple of yen. I don't care what, I'll, I'll accept Bitcoin if you want. If you want to give me five Bitcoin each episode or a couple of Ethereum, I'll take it. Give me cryptocurrency, whatever currency you want. I'll start selling podcast clips as NFTs, as non-fungible tokens, which I'm learning about and you know, I've been learning the ball for a couple of weeks and I still don't have, a de- have an idea why it is. Edit that out. Stumble my words there. Yes, there's beer in this cup. What can you do? It's a cause light. Enough. I'm not sponsored by those people. But if they want to sponsor me, I know they got money up in those Rocky Mountains. Cause light. You paid John claude Van Damme. What, because he threw a couple of kicks in a movie? You pay him, but not a little old Luke over here. Shaved head. Bringing the fire. Telling jokes. Shouting to people. Talking about money. But no, you pay the guy who want to kick people in the head in movies. Well, the French, is he French? Oh, who the fuck knows? Jean-Claude Van Damme. I don't know. Is he French? Is he Dutch? Who knows? But make no mistake, they paid him. Is that what I've got to do? Start kicking people to get paid? Have I got to challenge a homeless bum to a street fight for some money? Have we got to bring back bum fights? What's going to happen here? Do I have to start fighting chickens in back gardens? Do I have to start becoming a poker player and cheating at that? Ripping off casinos? What have I got to do here? What is my route to the money? Because the podcast and comedy ain't giving it to me right now. I know it's still early days and there's a lot of way, there's a long way to go. Still a lot of work to put in, but I mean, come on. There has to be a better way. Do I have to get on TikTok and start doing dances? Do I have to open up a Patreon for monthly subscribers to pay me? Listen, I know you're going to pay your rent this month. Five, six hundred quid, whatever you pay. Give it to me. Subscribe to my Patreon, which I don't have, but I will have in the future. How about that? Instead of paying your rent this month, instead of paying the gas, the electric, give that money to me, to someone who really deserves it. You don't need electric. Light a candle. You don't need gas. You don't even need a home. You can sleep on the streets. Buy a tent. Sleep on the streets. 
Why don't you do that and then give me the money so I can level up? It's not just about you guys. You're very selfish with your money. You don't give any to Lamborghini, Luke. I am on a quest for money. You know, people think I'm wrong about money. They really do. Like, oh, you just talk about money all the time. It's never going to make you happy. Well, thank God I'm not trying to be happy. I'm trying to be rich. Rich with a capital R. I want all of it. I'll step on all your heads to get the money. Like I said, don't pay your rent. Pay me. Donate to me. Talk about charity. I'm charity. The Luke Cartman Show, that's a charity, which I've just decided is a charity. Pay me. Donate to moi. Yes, I learned French on the time away from this podcast. Bonjour to that. This beer is delicious. I'm not giving no more free shout outs to this beer no more because they're doing me wrong by not paying me. You know, but if they start paying me, I'll start talking about it. But no company is getting free shout outs on this podcast anymore. I might love your product. I might use it every single day. But let's be honest, right now, you don't deserve the shout outs. You don't deserve the Luke Cartman Show fan base to hear about your products. Now, if any of those companies do decide to sponsor this show and start paying me, I'll delete this episode. You think I give a fuck? I want the money, guys. I will sell anything. I will sell light bulbs. I will sell condoms. I will sell, what will I sell? I will sell, I'm looking around in my room, things I could sell. I would sell pillows. I would sell pens. I would sell diet pills, protein powder, vitamins, um, hair medication, if that's a thing. What is it called? Like Rogaine? And sh- no, actually, that's a free shout out. Edit that out. Rogaine is not getting a free shout out. Fuck that. Especially though I've got no hair, you know, enough. You know, what else will I sell? I will sell, maybe I could sell like a water. Like I remember like 50 cent, just like found a way to sell water and like make millions off it. That's crazy. Maybe I need to do something like that. But listen, if you have a product out there in the world, yeah, help me out. Make me rich. How many times do I have to say this live on the podcast? Make me rich. Give me the money. Money, 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 money. Money. <laughs> oh, man. It feels so fun to be back here. I got to be honest. And I want to do something special this episode. I'm not sure if I've actually done it since this episode started because I can't remember. But I'm going to go for it anyway. No, even if this is the second time, it's so good you've got to hear it twice. I don't think it is, but let's see what happens. I want to do something special here, and I want to give some shout-outs. I would like to give a shout-out to Kanye West's bipolar disorder, Cardi B's time as a stripper, Eminem's facial hair, Lady Gaga's dog walker, everyone who said my hairline was fucked up and was right, uh, the Grammy that The weekend didn't get, 
Adele's weight loss. Lil Nas X putting blood in shoes and getting sued by Nike. The dress that Harry Styles wore. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's eyebrow. The pink diamond in Lil Uzivit's forehead. And the top button on Lizzo's jeans. Shout out to all ears. And if any of those celebrities want to sponsor this show, I'll welcome it. What are we talking about? They've all got money. They can solve a lot of world problems, these people, with these millions and millions of dollars or whatever currency, maybe they need the crypto also. You know, but these people I just listed, they're rich as shit. They could solve problems. Well, why don't they solve my problem? The problem is that I'm poor. They can solve that. How much money do you need, Kanye? Help me out. I am a young up-and-coming comedian trying to light the world on fire. I know you've got mental problems, but can one of those problems be that you pay me? Same as Adele. Adele, I've been supporting you since day one, even before the weight loss. I always thought you were a nice lady. Great voice. Supported you from day one. A lot of people were talking shit before this weight loss. Then you lose weight and I was like, yes, bitch. But not me. I was there from day one. How about you pay me? What about that? You probably made a lot more money, you know, now that you've lost weight. It's just why it is, people. You know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, one of the greatest human beings of all time, a fellow baldy. You know, is he on steroids? Who knows? One of the greatest of all time in the WWF or WWE or whatever you, you nerds want to call it. It's a WWF to me, always. You know, The Rock, pay me. I know you do movies with Kevin Hart. I'm having a good time. Pay me. Put me in a movie. I'll be in Central Intelligence with you. I'll be Mark Wahlberg in Pain and Gain. I'll take roids with you. If The Rock wants to get his steroid company to sponsor this show, I'll do it. I will inject roids into my ass if The Rock was cutting out a check for me. You know, same as Cardi B. Listen, Cardi, I know you had a lot of money saved up from those times being a stripper. I've seen the videos. They're out there on the internet, people. Just Google it. Cardi B, you're supposed to be a nice person, ain't you? You know, you went from a stripper, now you're one of the biggest musicians, female rappers in the world. Have it in your heart to pay this poor white boy over here. Who ain't got much going on, got a fucked up hairline. Trying to light the world on fire, pay me. Who else? Lady Gaga. You know, we know you got money. You know, I saw you when a star is born. You know, very beautiful, Lady Gaga. Underrated. Stop paying the people to look after your chihuahuas or your French bulldogs. Pay me instead to not look after them. I'm not going to look after your dogs and risk getting shot in the leg out on the streets. Are you nuts? Because you want to go to France for a bit? And Jim appell this and Jim appell that and eat outside Death Tower. Fuck that. Pay me to not look after your dogs while you're in another country. You know, the weekend is another one. One of my favorite artists, if not my favorite of all time. Now that should mean something to you, Abel, which is the weekend's real name. Abel. 
listen to me here. I have supported you for years. I listened to every song you have ever made and released into the public. That's just a fact. You should have got the Grammy. You know, you didn't get the Grammy. You had like, you know, it was like the best single of the like last decade. That's some serious accomplishments. The guy was homeless. Look at him now. I have supported you from day one. Pay me. I want some of that blinding lights money. He's blinded by the cash. Not, ooh, I'm blinded by the lights. Ooh, I'm blinded by the cash. I can't see because there's too much of it. <clears throat> you know, who else? Lil Nas X. Listen, this kid is taking a turn for the worse. He was that old town road guy. <laughs> he was that guy with, what's his name? Fucking Billy Ray Cyrus. You know, doing that song. Now he's twerking on a pentagram into some devil shit. He put some contact lenses in his eyeballs. And I would like to suing the shit out of him because him and this other company decided to make Satan shoes, you know, and put human blood in like the bottom of them where like, if it was like an Air Max where the air bubble would be, there's human blood in it. And it actually says Luke on it. It says Luke 10, 18, which is like a verse from the Bible. But it says Luke on the shoes, Lil Nas. You're using my name. I should sue you. Nike is suing you for the Nike tick that you've put on those shoes and you shouldn't have done that. But you also put my name on your shoes, on the Satan shoes. And I appreciate the idea. But let me tell you something, Lil Nas X. If you're going to twerk on a pentagram, you know, and get jiggy with the devil and put my name on your shoes, you have to pay me. Lil Nas X, I'm coming for you next. I'll lawyer up as well, bitch. Me and Nike will tag team you. I will take you for everything you have. I want to get a cut of those shoes. Enough with the dancing on pentagrams and this and that. Going on a date with the devil. Enough. What happened to you? You were singing with Billy Ray Cyrus five minutes ago. You nutcase. Who else? Um, Harry Styles. Now he's in like One Direction, correct? Harry, listen, you want to wear a dress? Go ahead, kid, wear a dress. No, no one's judging. Well, the whole internet, social media judge, but I'm not because I'm different. I'm not like these animals on social media. I'm not like these animals on the internet who just want to attack, 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 attack. That's not me. I am different. I am a good human being. I support that you want to wear a dress. Now, because I've said that, will you please pay me? I have never listened to a single One Direction song. I've seen you on X Factor years ago. I think they were on, and I thought you were all nerds. But my opinion changed. You know, I stand with you, Harry Styles. Give me some of that cash. I know Simon Carl paid you well. It's what it is. Who else? Lil Uzi Vert. Listen, guy, you put a pink diamond in your forehead. You're telling me you ain't got money? Do you understand the balls that it takes to put a pink diamond in your forehead? You gotta be rich. You must have so much money that there's nothing else to do but implant precious jet. <coughs> Almost died then. That's how emotional I'm getting. That's how much money I think this guy has. I almost died live on camera right there. <laughs> anyway, back to the task at hand. Lil Ozzy Vert, you put a precious gem inside your forehead. 
you claim it costs like, I don't know, a gazillion pound or a gazillion dollars. Excuse my French, edit that out. Um, you, you got money, let's be honest. How has no one tried to punch him in the forehead and take that uh, diamond away from him? It's an interesting choice. You know, I get it. You want to get your ear pierced. You know, you want to get your nose pierced. You want to put a chain on. Maybe you want to put contact lenses in and, you know, twerk on a pentagram. But to put a pink diamond in your forehead, you're nuts. And to be honest, I think in such, you know, an unstable mindset, the, you're going to do stupid things with your money. And you should give me the money to relieve you of that burden. And that's what I'll say about that. And last but not least, Lizzo. You know, yes, I did shout out the top button on your jeans because let's be honest, it's struggling. And you know we're struggling. We all know we're struggling. And listen, this is not dissing fat people. You know, I love fat people. I love skinny people. This is not that. But let's be honest, it gets forced down our throats. Now, Lizzo is talented as fuck. She's more talented than me. She's more talented than 99.9% of people I know. She just says... They're jokes. They're just jokes, people. If I saw Lizzo, I'd give her a big old hug, give her a kiss on her cheek, and I'd whisper in her ear, pay me, give me some money, do the right thing. And it, you know what I mean? It, yeah. <laughs> and before Lizzo or any Lizzo fans come at me, there was a question before, on a, I think like a question from the internet, and it was, if you could sleep with one celebrity, now, granted, I've, asked, I've answered this question multiple times, but there's one occasion where I said, if you could sleep with one celebrity, who would it be? And I said, Lizzo. You think that's not progressive? Shut your mouth. That is progressive. And I said, it's not just about the sex, you know, with Lizzo on this occasion. It's the whole experience. It's the sex, but it's also sleeping. It's the cuddle time after. Wouldn't that be nice? The cuddle up with Lizzo. Imagine the sleep you would have. It would be comfortable, let's be honest. You know, and listen, I've offered Lizzo <clears throat> multiple times to battle me in a roast battle, you know, or even a sing competition, whatever you want to do. You know, I'm trying to get my message across to Lizzo, you know. Remember that time she like walked on like a basketball coat over her ass hanging out? I mean, the balls on this woman, you know, or the ass cheeks on this woman. Whatever. Enough, guys. Who cares? There's no one endorsing me right now. You know, YouTube can, like, not pay me because I'm saying these things. <clears throat> they don't pay me to begin with. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I'll say about that. I hope you enjoyed <laughs> that uh, special treat of the shout-outs. You know, I really enjoyed that. I didn't know where that was going, but I'm really happy with where that ended up. And I gotta be honest, you know, now I'm hitting my table. I did that out. I might um I might do some of these shout-outs like every couple of episodes or something, like really fun to even come up with. You know, so I'm happy with how that was. Um I want to get into one of my favorite segments on this show. One of your favorite segments on this show, everyone's favorite segment on this show. It is questions from the internet. Question number one. I gotta take a deep breath here. Uh, question number one. 
what do you like least about yourself? Um, what do I like least about myself? I would, I would have to say my hairline was the number one issue of all time with me. Uh, it was the hairline. I was literally born with a receding hairline. I mean, how worse does it get? A receding hairline from day one, from day un, as the French would say. Yeah, my hairline was the thing I like, like dislike about myself. Um, what else? Ooh, there's so much, but I can't think of them right now. So yeah, I'd say hairline's number one. That's why I just had to get rid of it, shave it off enough. And listen, if there's any guys out there, right? Honestly, you're trying to keep on to your hair. It's messing with your confidence, you know, messing with your self-esteem. You're constantly trying to put it a certain way. So, you know, it doesn't look bad. And if the wind hits it, you know, you lose your mind. And trust me, just shave it. Get it over with. You'll never have to pay for haircuts again. You'll never be worried when you go out in public and it looks bad ass. <clears throat> and also, I think a big one, um, I think the main thing is probably, they're like, oh, well, what is everyone else going to say about it? They think people are going to be like, oh, you look stupid. And it kind of does depend on like your head shape and stuff like that, like how good it's going to look. Um, but if you just shave it off and rock it with confidence, people won't care. You know, women do like it. Obviously, there's going to be women that don't, but fuck them. You know, if a woman's just like, nah, I don't want to be with you because you've got a bald head or a shaved head. That's just not the one for you. I hate to tell you, but it's not. You know, so... Uh, yeah, I would say just do it for real. If you are thinking about shaving your head because uh, your hair is fucked up, it's maybe it's thin, you're losing it, proceeding, trust me, just get over and done with and thank me later. Yeah, so I hope I answered that question. Uh, next question Would you rather stay in or go out for a date? Uh, that's a great question. It really depends, to be honest. I've actually I've done both. Um, I've gone on like first dates where it's going out to places, maybe like a restaurant or going to like a beach and, you know, getting on like these boats, going through the water and stuff like that. Maybe going to a bar or something like that. So things like that. I love all that. Uh, going to get some food, you know, going for walks and stuff like that, looking at the views. But I've also had dates where I've just been at like my place or their place. Mostly my place. I don't really like going over to their place for the first date unless you... Unless, you know, it's a different situation, but um, uh, which would I rather? To be honest, I think going out for a date, I'd rather. I think it's better also, um, you know, especially on like a first date. Like this might apply to like dates online, but let's say if we're talking about first dates, you want to meet somewhere where it's like common ground. Like say if you just, if she just comes over to yours or you just go over to his or you just go over to his or he just comes over to yours, whatever it is, it's like they're coming into your comfort zones. You're completely comfortable and they're going to be a bit out of place. So meeting on common ground outside somewhere, a nice restaurant, wherever it is, uh, an activity that you both can do and kind of bond over. Um, I always think they're, they're better. They're way better. You know, staying in, watching Netflix or having a nice meal or something like that at home. That's good down the line. You know, a few dates in when, you, when you're when you both a bit more comfortable with each other and you know each other a bit more. But 
to just jump in. You know, it can work out, but it also can't. Um, it's not always a good sign sometimes. Um, I don't know. So yeah, I would definitely say uh, I would prefer to uh, go out for a date. Uh, next question. What are your financial goals for the future? I think we all know my financial goals for the future. All the money. Millions upon millions. I'm talking crazy cash right here. Like I've said before, I want to fuck on like 500 grand. That's what I want to do. I want to wear like three gold chains, combat boots, shaved head, just go in a town on 500 grand cash. Maybe even a mill if I can afford it. Driving Lambos with my bald head, probably getting a sunburn on it, feeling smooth with my six pack. Yeah, my financial goals are to have enough money Enough money to retire, but not retire. So be able to live comfortable for the rest of my life and to be able to have my family live comfortable for the rest of their lives. Um, and then stuff like, you know, help charities and all that. But that's, you know, that's whatever, isn't it? You know, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, have enough money. Have generational wealth. Being able to have enough money so I'm secure, my kids are secure, and their kids, kids, and kids, 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 all the way down the line and all my family and friends, close friends, like make sure they're all secure. Now, listen, that would take a lot of money. I get it, but that would be my goals, to be honest. You know, and people might laugh that and shit like that, and I might not get it, but you know, I'm definitely aiming for it. Uh, like I've said before, you've got to aim high. There's no point, you know, just like, <clears throat> oh, my goal is to get 50 grand and just have that and retire on that. It's like, Maybe that's all you need, which is fine, but I don't want that. I want a lot of money. And listen, believe it or not, <clears throat> I am not a guy who's all about money, but Lamborghini Luke is. And Lamborghini Luke was coming for all the cash. So yeah, I would say my financial goals for the future is just to be balling out of control. That's why it is. Uh, next question. If you were the ruler of your own country, what would you call it? If I was the ruler of my own country, what would I call it? Um, court mania. I would call it, yeah, it would be called court mania. And uh, it would be the best country in the world. You know, the economy will be booming. Uh, we would be a futuristic city. There would be cash money, but there would also be a lot of uh, cryptocurrency. There'd be Bitcoins, Ethereums. We'd have flying cars. There'd be a gym on every corner. There'd be protein shakes, you know, in people's houses anyway. You know, it'd be a very high-tech city, a futuristic city, one of the richest cities in the world. it will be a top destination. Listen to that noise. Enough with reversing while I'm recording the podcast. If you're going to reverse, turn the fucking beeper off. Interrupting me when I'm talking about court mania, you cucks. <coughs> fucking hell. Um, so yeah, it would be an amazing city. One of the top destinations in the world. I would host, uh, the UFC would host events there in the great country of court mania. Um, I don't know where on earth it would be, but it would be somewhere on earth with this space. Um, 
and there's not too many like tsunamis and hurricanes and shit like that. Uh, it'd be a beautiful city. Um, well, it'd be a, there'd be cities, but it'd also be a lot of countryside and <clears throat> beaches and stuff like that. Um, it would be paradise. So yeah, if I was the ruler of my own country, it would be court mania. Uh, next question. What skills do you have that could help you survive the zombie apocalypse? Ooh. What skills do I have that could help me survive the zombie apocalypse? <clears throat> well, I do a lot of cardio. So I've got, you know, I'm looking quick feet. I can run fast now. Um, I don't get tired. I know uh, zombies are really slow. Uh, maybe I could tell some jokes to him. I could be like, what's tall, dark and handsome and disappears in a minute and then just go. Um, they're dumb. Um, so I think I could outsmart them. Um, I'll shoot them. You know, if I have some weaponry or even if I have a stick, you know, I'll, I'll beat the shit out of a zombie. So that skill is always uh, helpful in a zombie apocalypse. Being able to beat the fuck out of these creatures. Um, and also I, I drink a lot of protein shakes. So I feel like they just won't be able to match me uh, if we go mano we mano uh, human to zombie combat. Um, and yeah, to be honest, I think I would just... There'll be a lot of running and telling jokes and fighting. I think it would just be the combination of those three things. Um, I would set up like traps to like trip them over. Um, I would throw like paint on them or like tar and feathers. So they're just like, oh, like, cause they're just dumb as fuck anyway. Um, it would be fun. I would have a good time if it was a zombie apocalypse. Um, I would like to get bit by one though, you know, I don't like biting unless, like you said, in some sort of like sexual way. Um, edit that out. But uh, yeah, zombie apocalypse enough. I'd rather like a vampire apocalypse, to be honest, because if it's a vampire apocalypse, like I wouldn't try to fight. Like I'd be like, yeah, bite me. I'll become a vampire. It's better than what the fuck I've got do I'm dealing with now. I'm going visible. I'll probably be rich. They'd always dress well, sharp teeth, always got bitches. You know, but, uh, you know, if you come around to me with fucking garlic, I'm done. So, you know. Or you put a stick for my heart, which that is respectful, putting a stick for a vampire's heart. It's like, yeah, that should be the way. It's like you understand that way of killing such a dark creature. But garlic, you know, I'm technically more powerful than a vampire because I eat garlic sometimes. Like if I have chicken and garlic Kievs, I can eat them. I don't fucking disintegrate like a pussy these fucking vampires, but being a vampire would be cool. Um, if you take out the garlic part, you know, it's the best. But what can you do? Everyone's got their thing. Um, next question. Have you ever been to therapy? No, I've never been to therapy. Um, even though it's something, I gotta be honest, that I'm not opposed to. I'm not opposed to therapy. I know it's looked down on, but I look at it like, you know, it's not bad to like work on like your physical health. So why is it bad to work on your mental health? Um, I think people assume that if you go to therapy, that you're like, you're crazy. You have some really bad issues, but I don't think it's that the case for that. Obviously it is for some people, but not for everyone. Like the people who go to therapy just to kind of figure stuff out and keep their minds fresh. Like, and you know, almost everyone in entertainment has a fucking therapist. 
but I would not be opposed to it. I wouldn't. Now, can I afford it? No. I would need one of these companies or celebrities to pay me so I could go. But I would for sure do it. I would definitely go to therapy. And let's be real, most of you need therapy also. And when I say you, I'm talking to you. Um, so, uh, no, I've never been, but I would go. Uh, next question. Do you ever doubt the existence of others than you? What satanic lizard wrote this question? Do I ever doubt the existence of other people than me? You know, no. Sometimes I question the existence of like the stupidity in the world. I'm like, how can you be that stupid? Like, are you really that stupid? Or are you just playing something here? Are you playing a character? Like, are you fucking around? Is this a joke? Is this a simulation? Like, are you this dumb? Are you just this chewed up of a human being? You know. But I don't doubt the existence of others than me. That's very egotistical. You know. Um, I remember when I got hit by a car when I was younger. Uh, for a couple of days, I walked around all fucked up. I was like, did I die? I was like, am I, am I a ghost? Is this what's happening here? I felt like people just didn't notice me. But, you know, that's another issue. That's probably nothing to do with being hit by a car. But I'm like, I want to be noticed. I want people to love me. You know, why do you think I need to, I had to become a comedian and get validation from people? And please laugh at me. Please love me. It's fucked up. So, no, I've never dealt with the existence of other people than me. Uh, next question. What is happiness according to you? What is happiness according to me? Uh, happiness is an emotion, a feeling, a state of mind uh, that we experience. And it can be triggered by a number of different things. Whatever it is that makes you happy. Like one of the things that makes me happy is money. Exercise makes me happy. Podcasting makes me happy. Comedy, making people laugh. That makes me happy. Happiness is something it's like, you never just like, you can't catch happiness and just keep it in your hands forever. It's something that's just gonna escape from time to time. And you have to just do things to keep getting a hold of it, I guess. Uh, it, it can't be sustained. To think you're going to get to this place and that's it. I'm just going to be happy. It doesn't exist. Uh, it's literally an illusion that you've put your mind in. It's a spell that you've put yourself under. Therefore, if I get this, this, and this, and if I get here, I'll be happy. And it never works out. But you can do things that make you happy and you will be happy. But then you don't want to live in a constant state of happiness. You need to be sad. You need to go through all these things to fucking be a human being. You can't just experience the one. It's the whole shebang, I tell you. So um, yeah, that's what happiness is according to me. Uh, next question. What was your life like growing up? What was my life like growing up? Um, it was fun. Uh, it was weird also, you know, 
there was times where I was just like, I, I hated it. Growing up, you know, family shit, you know, being in school and all that stuff and didn't really like all that. And then I had some good times as well. And it was kind of weird. I just, I just, for as long as I can remember, I just knew I had something. And I didn't know what it was. I knew that I could do something, but I never knew what that something fucking was. It was weird. So yeah, growing up with that was very strange. Knew in that I had something in me that I just didn't know how to pull out. Um, but other than that, like, it was okay, you know. I had 11 mother, 11 stepfather, you know, cousins, aunties, uncles, stuff like that, you know. We'd go places, have a good time and stuff like that. It was pretty normal, but also chaotic at the same time in different ways. Um, I hated school, really, when I was younger. I used to get picked on and stuff. Never, I was very, like, unsure of myself, no confidence. Didn't know how to fight at that time. So <clears throat> I was very unsure of myself and shy and shit like that, very introverted. Um, and then that changes. You know, that's just a part of growing up. Everyone goes with that on some level. Um, but yeah, I think I had a fun time. But then when it got into like my teenage years, like it changed and it becomes something completely different. So I was hanging around with the wrong crowd and my life went a certain way and, you know, <clears throat> went for the motions and then everything changed and got old and here I'm now 27 years old. So yeah, growing up was interesting to say the least. Uh, next question and the final Question from the internet. What type of music do you dislike most? Um, what type of music do I dislike most? Anything where they sing about like the moon, the ocean and the stars. And the sun and the moon and the stars. Any song like that, I'm like, shut your mouth. Talk about doing drugs. Talk about going through a breakup. Talk about the time you tripped over and hit your head. Talk about a psychedelic experience. Talk about something. So going in the sun and talking about the sun and the moon and the stars and uh, all this dumb shit in the ocean. Fuck you. To me, it's like some of the, like, the least creative music you can make. Talking about nature. I was walking by the ocean. Shut up. I want to hear, I was doing drugs last night. I put that needle in my arm and I went to outer space. Shit like that. That's interesting. Talking about the moon. No one cares. You've already been there. It's an eye. You want to make a fucking song about it? Fuck you talking about. How'd that work out for you? I worked in, I worked in like... The 50s to like the 80s, you could talk about the sun and the moon. Maybe in like the 90s and early 2000s, like R&B songs, you could get away with that. You know, I love you, all the stars in the sky. Shut up. You fucking people. Talk about some hard shit you've been through in your life. You know, take a page out of the great musicians' books. You know, Jimi Hendrix. You know, which I don't know, that might be a bad example. I'm not quite sure right now because I'm starting to think maybe I had a song that was about some shit like that. But you know what I mean? Go deep into your psyche. Go into your soul. Don't go outside looking at the moon and writing about the stars and 
the ocean waves. You know, get a life. Funny enough, those people who made those songs, all of those should give me money for their blasphemy of their music writing. You know what I mean? Enough. So yeah, that's the, that's my least favorite type of music. It's fucking talking about elements. No one cares. And that was questions from the internet. Ah. Oh shit, I'm knocking tables. I let that out. Um, there is some UFC news, which I've been really excited to get into. It was the heavyweight title fight between, at the time, the current UFC, no, at the time champion, edit that out. Right, let me start that again. There's been some UFC news I've been excited to talk about between Stipe Miocic, 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 and Francis Ngannou for the heavyweight title. Stipe was champion, arguably the greatest heavyweight of all time. And Francis, you know, if you know Francis Ngannou, if you just look at his life story, I mean... Talk about inspirational, you know? And this was their second fight. Stipe beat him in the first fight, quite handily, taking him down a well, you know? And Francis made some adjustments and he knocked him out in the second round and became the UFC heavyweight champion. Undisputed. I like, when I see stuff like that, I mean, this guy's story is insane. Coming from Cameroon and, you know, he wanted to be a boxer and he wanted to fight and, Everyone was like, you're never going to do it. And, you know, he just ended up getting out of Cameroon and going to like Morocco and all these different countries and like hiding from the police and, you know, trying to get over fences and then not working out and getting arrested, getting put back in the desert and just never, ever giving up on his dream. Literally put everything he had into it. And to watch him become the UFC heavyweight champion, I was like, Wow. I could be the most inspirational guy in the UFC, story-wise, outside of Conor McGregor. Like, Francis, that might be the most inspirational story. You know, he has freakish power. And, you know, he's only been training MMA for, like, what, five years? So his margin for growth is so high. And if he's champion when he's here, imagine what he's going to be like when he's up there. Incredible to see. You know, I was really happy to see him get that win. And listen, I'm a fan of Stipe. Like I said, arguably one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. And for him to do, for Francis to come and beat him, says a lot. You know, it was just, it was phenomenal. The whole card was quite good, to be honest. You know, Woodley and Luke, you know, Luke submitted Woodley. You know, it was a fucking fast-paced fight to start off. You know, Sean O'Malley obviously got the win. You know, 13-0 undefeated technically, uh, as you would say. Um, it was a great card. I gotta be honest. And there's some really exciting fights coming up. We've got Charles Oliveira against Michael Chandler for the vacant lightweight title. We've got Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz, which I can't wait for. And I'm rooting for Nate, even though I like Leon, I'm rooting for Nate to win that fight. Uh, with Charles Oliveira and Michael Chandler, I think Michael Chandler is gonna get it done. I think he's gonna shock people. I know this is only his second fight in the UFC, but if you look what he did to Dan Hooker, for him to knock out Dan Hooker like that, uh, that says a lot. Dan Hooker is one of the best in the division. He just is. So for Michael Chandler to do that, you know, it's not an easy fight going against Charles Oliveira, but 
damn, if anyone could do it, it might be him. So I'm really excited for that fight. And obviously we've got McGregor versus Paulier free July 10th, the trilogy, you know, one apiece. Connor starts him in the first fight. Dustin KO'd him in the second. So let's see if Connor can make those adjustments. Um, I think he will. But I also think Dustin's going to come back even better. I just think this is going to be such um, a good fight. And I'm really excited for this. So, you know, UFC's killing it, as always. Like I said, my favorite spot in the world, mixed martial arts. You know, UFC is, is so good. So exciting. So I'm looking forward to all that stuff. What, uh, what time are we at right now? 49, fucking hell. Do you know what? I'm going to bow out. This was a fun, fun episode. I got to be honest, I really enjoyed this, especially coming back after, you know, the week away. Uh, I really enjoyed this. I got to be honest. So thank you to everyone for joining me. Remember to hit that subscribe button and follow me on social media at Luke Cartman and at the Luke Cartman Show. You know, listen on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and you can watch the video version on YouTube. So hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends about the show. Share it on your social media. Enjoy the clips and the artwork and everything to do with the podcast. And I'll be back with you next Friday for another episode of the Luke Cartman Show. This is the Luke Cartman Show. I'm Luke Cartman. Lamborghini Luke signing out. Peace.